Welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Okay, welcome everyone to another amazing episode of Path to Podcast Success. I have a guest here with me today that I am very excited to welcome to the show. I have a feeling that we're going to have a lot of fun today on this episode. I think this is going to be a pretty good one. So, Carell Richards, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Evan. (laughs) Of course. Thank you for being here. (laughs) So I like to start off in the same place with all my guests. And that is by making sure that everyone listening is on the same page and they have the context that they need to get the most they can out of this conversation. So for those people, go ahead and tell us, what is it that you do? So I'm a rapid transformational therapy practitioner. Um, I specialize in childhood trauma. So I'm not sure if you've ever had a hypnotherapist on your uh, podcast, but if I'm the first, I'm excited about that too. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, practically uh, what I deal with is um, unresolved trauma, which basically would stem from someone's childhood that is preventing them from doing the things that they want to do, you know, preventing them from feeling peace of mind, preventing them from feeling safe in this world. I work through those um, beliefs that are essentially keeping them stuck and away from the life that they want. And I guess I can also say I'm a podcaster too. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. So when, well, first of all, how long have you been doing all this for? Um, I started in 2021. Um, Mm. The business started in 2021. Um, Of course, with COVID happening and you have so much time on your hands and I had just left corporate or it left me depending on how you look at it (laughs) I was like okay let me put some intention in you know in how I'm gonna live my life and for the most part I was but I was very intentional about making sure that the direction that I was going was more aligned with who I was and it felt right to start that business especially because I had my own experience with trauma And it really affected how I perceived the world and how I showed up. So I was like, okay, I'm at a point right now where I can't, I have a gauge and I have an understanding of how I can show up and I have control over how how I show up. How can I be of service to other people? And essentially I figured, okay, hey, let me become a rapid transformational therapy practitioner because I had the time and it's been amazing ever since. And so I've branched out into other things, podcasting, being on podcasts. So yeah, just a little bit about me. That is that is awesome. So so you just start just as as of the recording of this, you just started your podcast. This is a what, Tuesday? Yeah. And you started your podcast last Friday yes. when it launched, which is so yes. exciting. Tell me about that. <laughs> Well, shameless plug, it's called Redefining Your Worthiness, and you can find it on YouTube if you're interested. Uh, But the podcast really is a way for individuals to have real and raw conversations, right? Because I think those are the conversations that allow people to feel one seen. 
heard and understood so they don't feel like they're alienated and they're alone in the struggles that they're having so uh, myself and my co-host or my guests we we really dive deep and be a little bit more vulnerable than some of the podcasts that I've been on we really just show ourselves and the, the struggles that we've had and also the the victories that we've had and you know the steps that we've taken the accountability that we've had to you know have in the moments <laughs> that we didn't want to have them well we have those and we we keep each other accountable on the show and it's my first episode so you know it, it started out really good and i'm still on a high and i'm con- gonna continue to be on a high <laughs> that is amazing i love to hear it <laughs> So why, so give us a little bit more insight into why you decided to start a podcast at all. I talk. And I mean, when I say I talk, I talk a lot (laughs) and I have a lot to say. So I was like, I've always been a guest. So I'm like, why not be the host and make it a little bit more interesting, not necessarily interviewing, but just having a, a regular conversation they can ask me questions. Sometimes I happen to be the person that's answering most of the questions. They might be the one. So it just, you never know where it really is going to go. But we want to have those uncomfortable conversations. So we talk about, you know, trauma. We talk about pain. We talk about, you know, being judgmental about ourselves and all these things and just being honest about the things that really are affecting us um, without casting blame, but just taking responsibility. And uh, yeah, I I want to do that very well. And like I said, I talk, so it made a very good combination. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, I understand exactly what you mean. So how how do you anticipate the podcast making an impact in business? Because I know, you know, it's fun to have a podcast, yeah. But especially for business owners and entrepreneurs, there needs to be there needs to be a return as well. So what do you have in mind? Since I know it's still very very new, yeah. So what do you like? What do you predict, or what do you want the podcast to do for your business? That's a good question. You know, I went into it with the intention to just really have an impact. That's what's the most important thing for me. And just in having the conversations, I do believe that the right people will hear the conversation. They'll feel, you know, that vibe to connect with me if they see that I can help them in any way, shape or form. And it's just even in just listening to the conversations, if I can just have that impact on one person out of the entire time that I, I, I've really honestly achieved something and I know it sounds a little cliche but that's just my truest answer like it was never about the finance for me and as much as I have clients coming in it really is about just sharing knowledge and valuable information right okay I think that is incredible and I think that's that that's the best like reason to start a podcast is to be a you know a force for good in that world and be able to share your knowledge and expertise in the hopes yeah. of making a difference because that's how all the other benefits happen. If you just go into it with the idea of what can I say to get people to just buy something from me, then it's probably not going to work out too well. No, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be good at that either. <laughs> yeah. Right. Neither would I. <laughs> so I, uh, on, so tell me a little bit more about like what you do. Um, tell me a little bit more about like the kind of transformations you bring people through and what it actually looks like to okay. work with you. Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll talk about one that I had today, actually. Mm, she had uh-huh. a bit of a, a money block where she wants to achieve all these things, but unfortunately, it's either she's she's doing everything that she needs to do, but somehow she's just not seeing 
um, a return on all of the marketing and so forth. So she's like, okay, I need to find out what is blocking me from the abundance that I know I'm deserving of. Um, and what technically happens in a session is, of course, what I do is a combination of psychotherapy, of CBT, NLP, and hypnotherapy. So that's where the, the hypnosis comes in, where in order for me to access what Blueprint is running in the back end, I have to quiet her conscious mind to access her subconscious mind. So in order to do that, we have to use hypnotherapy. Now with her, she got to the point where she recognized, and this is through just going to a couple of different scenes. We went to about four or five different scenes um, where she could figure out that her connection to having a block to money is that if she was to start making money, then she would start having to uh, rely on herself, which in her mind, she can't rely on herself. And I'm like, well, is that even true? And the thing is that we have created these beliefs at a very young age, and we don't realize that the beliefs were created from flawed information and outdated information. And what's happening is that through the session, we remove those outdated information or outdated beliefs and install new ones, which actually make sense today in the life that we want. So um, it, it's a very interesting process, I'll say. Um, but you'd be so surprised some of the connections that we make uh, in order to come up with certain beliefs. And it comes from really odd situations. And of course, I want to maintain her privacy. So oh, yeah. it's it's just interesting. The simplest things as seeing and experiencing the people that we're supposed to look up to in a way where how they treat money, how they interpret money, we take that on as children because, of course, we see them as our heroes. So if that's what they do, then automatically that's what we want to do. And you take that into this age and you're 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 forcing something. You, you want something so bad and you don't realize that that one belief that you created when you were about five or six is what's keeping you stuck. Okay. Yeah, that is that 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 makes a lot of sense because that's a lot of those opinions and beliefs are formed when you're that young. And yes. if that's what you see and that's what you internalize. Exactly. And that's what sticks with you. Yeah. So what is, because I am a big fan of actionable advice, right? I want people to be able to take something from this podcast and really yes. use it. So what is something someone can do to begin to change that, right? Because it's a little bit harder now that we're not five anymore to kind of <laughs> reprogram those kinds of beliefs. So yeah. what's, what's something someone can do to begin to move in that direction? I mean, first of all, work with someone uh, because as much as we will put these actionable steps in place today. The issue isn't generally with us, the adults, right? The issues with our, the children that made those beliefs. And it's hard to just, and I know I get it. It takes 21 days to build a habit, but there are certain beliefs that are really hard to get rid of, especially because it's so deep rooted. So I would suggest asking for help, asking for support, you know, either through therapy and there's so many modalities out there, right? So I'm just a rapid transformational therapy practitioner. You have theta healing, you have cognitive behavioral therapy, and you also have NLP. So you just have to find what works for you. And also the one thing that's coming to me, um, and it, it screams at me sometimes, it's being kind to yourself. In those moments that you are feeling those uncomfortable feelings, you feel like 
something is keeping you stuck, have a conversation with yourself. And I, I literally mean have a conversation with yourself as crazy as that might make you look, have that conversation and ask, what is this feeling telling me? What is this, you know, uh, the fact that I'm not being able to move from point A to B, how is it serving me not to move from point A to B? Because if you're not moving, chances are there's it's serving you in some in some sort of way. So it would be really good for you to just question yourself because you have the answer. The only thing that a therapist will do is guide you through that. But if you are very aware and you do a lot of introspection, you can just simply ask yourself the question and you'll know and just be honest with yourself. Right. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think there are a lot of people out there who are afraid of having those kinds of conversations with themselves, because if you do, then you kind of, you really have to confront a lot of those difficulties. Yes, absolutely. And there's no, there's no bullshitting, you know, how do you bullshit yourself? Because you're talking to yourself. So it's, it's really tough um, when you have to look yourself in the mirror, but you, you live with you. So even if you outrun it, you can only outrun it for so long. Yes, that is very true. (laughs) So I know oftentimes as coaches and leaders, we teach what we most need to learn, right? So have you yourself struggled with a lot of this kind of thing? Oh, you're (laughs) good. You know, it's so funny. I've been having this conversation for the last, I'd say a couple of months where the healers and the teachers and the coaches and the therapists, they have this thing where they, they can help everybody. But when it comes to dealing with themselves, to look in the mirror, the same thing I just told you, it's the hardest thing. I'm going to let you in on a secret. The reason that we become healers and teachers and coaches is because, one, there was a time that we needed the very thing that we were we are giving to the clients, right? And if we haven't dealt with our stuff, essentially what's going to happen is that we're going to project some of our own insecurities, some of our own traumas onto these clients. So for me, in answering your question, I work on myself daily. I hold myself accountable daily. When I'm feeling what I'm feeling, when I'm talking to myself a certain way, I'm like, hey, you don't need to be so uh, critical of yourself. And we go through that. We're human beings after all. I mean, I wish I could tell you I'm an alien, but I'm a human being. (laughs) So I understand that I'm going to go through... In fact, it's because I've gone through the things that I've gone through is why I'm such a great coach, is why I'm such a great healer, is why I'm such a good therapist is because I've dealt with it and I've gone through it and I'll continue to go through it so I become a better therapist over time. Right. I think that it makes a lot of sense. I, I love the... I, I I love that. I love the, the openness and the vulnerability and the, the way that... It's not no no one is perfect. No. You know what I mean? And even if someone is a, a a a healer or coach or whatever, that person is also on their own journey of self-discovery and self-healing. Yes. And I think that makes it that I would be more likely to hire someone who is ahead of me for sure, yeah. but also still on their own journey as well. Yeah. Yeah, and you you bring up a very valid point too. Uh I think with 
even with even some clients or I'll I'll post something on Instagram or I'll see someone post something on Instagram and they're being vulnerable and they're saying, you know, what, I'm having a tough day. And you'll see someone comment and say, well, well, you're a therapist, you're a coach, you're this. What do you mean you're having a hard day? You're supposed to be good at this. How do you how are you a good therapist if you have these days? And I'm like, so hold on. Do we separate the fact that this person is a human being <laughs> and that they're not perfect and that they do go through stuff? And it's because they've gone through these things, why they are able to give you these practical advices or even just help you through or support you through your journey. It's it's interesting, but I want people to, and I'm advocating for the healers and the teachers and the coaches and the therapists. I'm advocating for them to do their own healing. And at the same time, I'm also advocating for them um, in terms of clients or people in general, just know that they're human beings too, and they have certain days and they have certain struggles. Right. And that's it. Yeah, we are, we are all human beings. Even someone who is in a position of they're helping other people with those kinds of struggles, they're human too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad that you reinforced that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Corel, I think we could probably talk about all of this for hours, but I want to make sure I am respecting your time yeah. and the time of our listeners. So I want to thank you very, very much yeah. for coming on the podcast today and sharing your journey, your story, what you're doing, why you're doing it, all of that amazing, amazing stuff. For people who are interested in you and in all the work you're doing and they want to learn more about you, where can they do so? Well, they can find me on Instagram at in divine time. That's I N D I V I N E T H Y. M-E, as well as my website is indivinetime.com. Okay, there we go. I'm going to have all that linked up in the show notes, and I encourage everyone listening to check that out in more detail. But for now, thank you again so very much for coming on the podcast today. You're welcome. And you can invite me back if you want. (laughs) (laughs) I think definitely yes. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review, letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So, again... Thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.